Welcome to the A Show, the Electro-Ontology Show. It's BK, this is December 21st, as we record this. Uh, it's officially winter, starting now. And wow, it's a La Nina officially now, too. Uh, well, after El Nino last year, I've been mentioning that for a little bit. How's the week been? Good? Uh, are you ready for Christmas? Are you ready for the New Year's? Are you ready in this miserable year? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. With less than two weeks to go now, well, really 10 days, I started thinking about the, just the year in general. And I don't know. There are, I'm, I'm, I'm having insomnia or something that I, I just like pass out for two, three hours and then get up two, three in the morning or four and then just not sleep the rest of the night. And that's been happening quite frequently. I, I don't know. I'm feeling anxious, uh, you know, thinking about the reflecting on the whole year. You know, just staring outside, you know, by the moon or whatever. But uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There, there. I hit the point where, on a Saturday, I, I decide to go ice skating, golfing, and the usual workout all three in one day because I couldn't sleep the night before, and that was very physically demanding. And then, given that I'm on this thirteen hundred calorie a day diet, which is fucking impossible. <laughs> I'm dying even today, even after a big lunch. But uh, I feel guilty whenever I have a decent amount of lunch or food meal in general. So, uh, but that's good. But then, you know, at the same time, I you know it was the first time I skated in like what two three years, and then it was the fir- first time I golfed this year. I went for about hundred swings and like since summer I think because I sprained my ankle and then I really couldn't go out in the field and all that and skating i just didn't have a chance i just felt like it for some reason that took a leg day and then a workout that's a usual but then uh yeah like skating you know it i went a couple times last week so first time it was like bumbling and fumbling my skates weren't tied i forgot about that and uh, but the second time when i skated i i felt right back in balance but like i can't back skate or do a hockey stop so i gotta work on that and my crossovers like getting it back in both directions but uh I don't know. It's okay. And then golf, you know, I, I figured after working out for for a while, hey, has my swing gotten better? And yeah, I can certainly feel the strength change and then I can stabilize my swing better. But I have a lazy swing. I, it was like a John Daly swing, like a fat man swing. I got to have a fit man swing now. But anyways, I don't want to deep dive into a golf session. So uh, yeah, but then um, I don't know. I felt like I had this like real moment. I said, you know what? My skating skills haven't changed. My golfing skills haven't changed. What the hell did I achieve this year? Why, why the hell am I doing this? And then I, I just got mad at myself for some reason later that night, you know, and then I was exhausted as hell. But, you know, I, but at the same time, it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's stop looking at the glass half empty perspective. The, the usual pessimistic hater view. The glass half full, the good aspects of it is because I've been at least getting fit. The muscle ache haven't been as bad as, you know, in previous cases, you know, when I was at golfing for the first time in like two months or like skating for the first time in a year, you know, you really feel sore all over your place, like on your foot, you know, your leg, butt, glutus, whatever, glute, or like shoulders all all over the place. But I, I didn't feel that way at all. So I was like, it, it was a good kind of sore. It was just a muscle ache. So I was like all right and then it wasn't like severe ache and i was like all right i guess that's a good news so now i'm thinking all right how can i improve upon this like and then i 
I tried backskating, just hourglass backward. You know, it's just doing hourglass. If you don't know, this is a basic skating method. You know, when you first start learning how to skate, stopping and going forward. So you just like put, you draw hourglass with your feet and you just keep sliding forward or backward. In my case, backward. And then I haven't done that in a while, but then I felt pretty balanced and I was like, oh, cool. It's, and then with the leg strength that I now have, it's like, oh, it feels much better. So I was like, it was pretty good. But then uh, at the same time, I, I, I had this miserable moment. I was just like, it's not, hasn't, my skating skills haven't gotten better in four years. Then again, there wasn't the three years that I skated. And the golf too. I was just like, okay, I, like it's not getting any further. Then again, I haven't hit in three months. So I haven't gone full 80, 90%, you know, doing a full swing. It was like a warm-up swing. And then I just wanted to get the contact right. And then try to get the timing and rhythm back. That's what I want to do. So I don't know. I, I guess uh, I, I was a little too ambitious, you know hating on it that way so i don't know I'll, I'll probably do the year in review personally and all that stuff a little bit you know next week you know the last episode of 2016 uh but you know yeah, i'll get to that in a little bit anyways um yeah so i am not going home for christmas uh i already did that by going home for the american thanksgiving now i'm kind of regretting it at the moment because I, now I realize, all right, I might go to, I'm thinking about going to Portland and watch the Raptors. They're coming on the Boxing Day, the 26th in Portland. But then everybody left. No, nobody's around in town <laughs> in the next two weeks. And then I'm like, I'm kind of all alone here. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I did not think through this. And then, you know, that somebody mentioned today, like, look, you know, a lot of people have holiday plans way beforehand. And I'm like. Shit, I already had my holiday plans for the U.S. Thanksgiving. That's what happened. And then I completely forgot. So I'm like panicking now. I was like, oh my God, I really want to go to Portland. I want to go to the Raptors game. And then I want to go pick up a couple of Starbucks mugs. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a huge Starbucks, you are here collection freak now. I got eight of them. And then I'm trying to get like six more, ten more. I, I'm flying to San Diego next month to visit the, visit the family, but also pick up the San Diego, California mug and maybe LA mug if I can find it. And I'm only picking up uh mug places that i actually been to so i'm not gonna buy it off of ebay and say hey i've been to san antonio no i'm not gonna do that shit i'm just gonna go and pick it up and while at the same time you know meet friends family whatever blah 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 anyways yeah so i'm thinking about shotgun you know doing a shotgun trip to portland next monday and then like go early in the morning come back like eat by evening after the basketball thing but then it'll be awkward i I don't want to walk into basketball game alone and then they would think I'm a terrorist, like, like, dude, what the hell is this kid doing here? And then, you know, probably a bad time to make this reference, but, you know, like, probably some loner drove, which I look like a truck driver just wearing a cap and a hoodie. That's what would probably happen, right? So I'm like, I I, ain't, I, I don't want to do this alone. But so, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm asking around if anyone's actually, like, canceled their plans or something. Like, you can't go, you can't go to a bar, you can't go to whatever. So, you know, during Christmas, that's just sad, you know. You know that preconceived notion people have about, like, if you're at a club on the Thanksgiving night or, like, on a Christmas day, like, don't you have better things to do? Don't you have family? What is wrong with you? You know, that kind of thing. So, I'm not going to do that. So, anyways, I got about two, three days to figure this out. And I am obsessed with collecting mugs and going to a basketball game. I don't know why. I But there's one hand that, you know, makes me go. I, I really need to get out. I need to drive. I want to take a road trip, but should I do it alone? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe it's not a bad thing. 
you know, and then you can listen to whatever music you want. I realized that when I was driving from Seattle to San Diego last year, doing a road trip thing, you know, dropping off a car thing, my God, I could listen to whatever the hell I want for 10-hour drive, you know, five-hour drive, listen to catch up on other podcasts or whatever corny-ass music. It was pretty good, but... You know, I do I want to do that right now? I don't know if the weather is exactly participating at the moment. It's, it's not like I have a four-wheel SUV, you know, climbing up the mountain and all that. I Although, if it's Portland or Vancouver, there's not going to be a mountain drive. But still, you know, safety. And I'm worried about other people driving here. So, that's a concern. So, tentatively, I might go to Portland. But, oh, then what's going to happen on Christmas Eve and Christmas? I don't know. I might. I, I, I didn't think about it. Shit. <laughs> I might go to Whole Foods, <laughs> and I don't. I'm not gonna beer binge or get drunk or get wasted because I'm on this 1300 calorie. Then I'm I'm really trying to focus on getting the right type of nutrition, so it's it can't be fucking 1300 calories like a fat or something, you know, or just like uh, what you might call it, carbohydrate. And I gotta burn it, so you know, blah blah blah. But I've been shedding weight f- way fast on this. I I think I shed about six pounds because I, I was like I, I was usually hang at like 176 177 after i eat and stuff and then i've been like keeping it at like 175 it's gotten down to dead on 170 this morning and then we had a big dim sum lunch team lunch which i regret eating so i i worked my i worked out my ass off this afternoon trying to burn all that because i i just felt so guilty eating that i'm sure that was about uh, 800 calories, 900 calories, and then in the morning I had a chicken breast and um some grilled veggies, so that's probably about like 500, 600 calories. So I don't know, I don't, know. I I might be underestimating it big times, but it could be like 1800 calories. I don't think it's 2000 because I don't feel completely full right now, and then I worked out. So anyways, so I'm I'm trying again. I'm trying to cut down the, I'm trying to go down another weight class. Last time I w- I reached 170, I said, you know what? I'll fight CM Punk. I don't care. I'll or I'll I'll fight I'll fight Mickey Gall, the guy who beat CM Punk. And then CM Punk got five hundred thousand dollars to lose in two minutes and twenty seconds. And yeah, five hundred thousand. I'll do it for fifty thousand. I'll do it for ten percent of whatever Punk was getting. And then I'm gonna embarrass myself less. But now I'm gonna go down another weight class down and then be at the lightweight, which is 155. Can I do 15 pounds in the next two weeks or a month? I don't know. Let's let's. Let's see how this uh, low-calorie, high-protein, high, and a little more carbohydrate diet goes. But, my God, I, I get more hangry more often, and then I'm, like, panicky and shit, you know. And then, like, coffee, absolutely no latte, none of that milk shit, none of the sugary crap. Americano. Americano or dead-on coffee. That's And then I drink decaf. If I start caffeinating, I'm going to lose my mind. So, decaf. And then just black coffee. I, I like black coffee because once you go black, you never go back. You know, and then that's only like 10, 15 calories tall or grande. And then I need to collect the bugs. And yeah, so the way I sound right now, I sound like a crazy person who's obsessed with numbers and mugs and just uh, whatever, all that. All right, backing up a bit. So uh, that, that's what's been going on. Uh, but uh, just around the world, what's been happening? So I, I called I called this episode, the AA stands for this week, the uh, Aleppo Anthology. I don't have poem. I don't have song. I don't have you know, stories or any of that, you know, you, by this time, you probably know what's been going on in Syria and all that, you know, uh, so the Aleppo is a town, which Gary Johnson could not know what the hell Aleppo was, um, Aleppo has been the, the region in Syria where the rebels held the, had the majority of the power, 
then the strength was there. But with the uh, Russian, you know, uh, military support in Iran, and then all these, uh, you know, the Syrian Assad government, President Assad, they've been pushing really hard to get the uh, rebels out. Now, their argument is this Assad government and the collision. Coalition? Yeah, coalition. Collision. No. Coalition is that these rebels include ISIS members and all that stuff, which is true because you can't, you know, there are, you know, there are ISIL, IS members, you know, groups that are part of the uh, anti-government, you know, forces here. Now, at the same time, you know, the Aleppo has been hit hard and then, you know, there's been, you know, they, there couldn't have been a lot of humanitarian efforts going in. Now UN is going in. Ceasefire hasn't worked as far as I'm aware. It, like Russia broke it many times. You know, they're doing airstrike mostly. And it's it's sad, but, you know, I, I and and whatever happened in Aleppo, and, and a lot of people are still stuck there, but then I guess ceasefire is still good now. And then, like, evacuation is happening, but the city's destroyed and everybody's displaced. And, of course, there's a lot of anti-Russian sentiment around, which I guess resulted in the uh, assassination, the shooting of, shooting death of the ambassador, Russian ambassador in Turkey this week. And the guy who did it was an off-duty police officer in Turkey, and he did it in front of a TV or a camera at least. There, there It was in an art gallery. I can't remember the city name. And the guy was like, you know, after he shot him from the back and said, God is great, and then Russia will pay for whatever. Russian, like, people remember Aleppo, Russians, and all that shit. Now, you know, and this guy, you know, they think, they're not sure if, if he, he, this police officer has been, like, associated with, you know, the terrorist groups before. And then there are a couple other, you know, incidents that happened, you know, in Germany and Berlin at the Christmas market. Somebody dro- drove through a truck again. Um, they're still hunting on a manhunt right now so if you're if, if it sounds similar familiar there was a case on the Bastille Day this summer in France uh, in Nice France where the guy drove a truck through and then killed a whole bunch of people uh, in the national holiday and then similar I guess a copycat thing was happening but the thing was this truck was from Poland and then they found the truck driver dead or something back in wherever Poland Warsaw or something I don't know where it was and they arrested one guy, but then it wasn't the right guy, so they had to release him. Now, that was a Pakistani dude, but that wasn't the right guy. So now, it turns out, it's like, okay, they're looking for a Tunisian native who did this. Or a Tunisian national, uh, rat national, 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 who did this. You know, committed this horrific crime. And then another incident, which people don't really pay attention to, especially if it happens in, like, Turkey, Egypt, or, like, Jordan. There was another incident in Jordan. You know, and then they think that whatever happened in Jordan and Germany are, are more related and then possibly IS-inspired links, unlike the Turkey one. But, you know, those three incidents happened. And what was the incident in Jordan? Uh, shoot, I can't remember all of a sudden. Uh, hang on a second, I'll be right back. Okay, so what happened to Jordan was that there was a gunman in a city called Karak where the guy started shooting around and then killed people, including a Canadian tourist. Uh, there were, well, they keep, there were a whole bunch of gunmen, and then there were called the so-called terrorist outlaws, but ISIS took a claim the responsibility. So the world is unstable as fuck. 
once again and then it's pretty sad and um you know and then this year has been pretty eventful i guess it goes back to 2015 with the uh attack in france and all that uh so um I don't know, and then you know there's some other stuff with Russia going on. I, I mentioned this to a friend of mine yesterday who was on a shotgun business trip, by the way. I will. Um, I don't know. There, Russia is in the middle of a lot of this stuff, especially with Syria that's causing this, you know, and then the sanctions, and then the whole the the whole election meddling they caused in U.S. Uh, you know, they 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 didn't, sp- you know, Obama, CIA, FBI, everybody. Everybody, NSA, everybody's saying like Russia was somehow involved in, you know, influencing the election in U.S. Everybody knows this except for Trump, and then he's dismissing it. I, I don't understand why. I mean, you know, they will do an investigation. They will have to do it. I mean, there are a lot of fake outside the DNC hack, you know, who knows what the hell happened, you know. And then there was a story yesterday that like there was a, they traced back like this bot, which was like, pulling ad money from all the video video sites so if you don't know like you see an ad if you open a youtube video or something right and then like 30 second ad shows up so apparently this bot pretended to be the viewers gazillion viewers or something that's keep playing the video but then there's not really a video but then the ad engine thought hey this guy's playing a video and then if you have one play you know that's like 0.1 cents per player or whatever so when that whatever that ad plays so that was keep paying that and then this guy was like this bot was not just one bot, gazillion bots that it came out of Russia was pulling like as much as three to five million dollars a day. Three to five million. And then, uh, you know, and then there are a whole bunch of other, you know, cyber security matter that goes back to Russia, government or non-government related. You know, all your credit card numbers, all the all the torrent stuff, all the deep dark net and all that stuff. And then like, I, who's going to take care of that? And then I, yeah. And then the government is like, I guess... You know, all the things that Russia is causing with like Ukraine, you know, a bit of Latvia and then Syria here and then all the cyber attacks and then the cybersecurity matters. And Russia is trying to, you know, play hardball, in my opinion. And then but, you know, some people might say they're shit the servers, but I don't know. I think they're just trying to show their influence around the globe. They don't want to occupy Ukraine. They just want to show that, hey, we're still here. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, Syria, too. It's their presence. And then the oil supply and all that. But the fact that, um, wow, the, sorry, the, I, I got distracted because, yeah, iPhone started doing something because I said, hey, Syria, and then, like, now it does it again. Great, you know, so, anyway, and this is really disturbing, you know, and I don't know, I, doesn't, and then this, I hope the, uh, the shooting of the Russian ambassador doesn't lead to any wars, you know, in Turkey, you know, like, and it, all the, if you look at the history, like, World War One, especially, like, what led to it, it's not just the shooting of uh, Franz Ferdinand that caused it, I mean, that was sort of a, no pun intended, like, trigger point, but, you know, like, there are other economical and destabilizing factors that led to people going over the edge, and is is that finally happening? I mean, I guess the world was pretty peaceful 20, 30 years. Have we reached that point, you know, where, you know, like, the world is just, like, feeling unsettled and unhappy? I don't know. Either like, and then all these elections and all the wars and income inequality and all that, I think they're all very related, and 
certain countries and certain rich people have the power and then the influence over the world that's run today whether it's through oil or finances blah 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 all that stuff and who has all that power you know like oligarchs and all that but you know and then if you look at the middle eastern you know terrorists and all or whatever refugees and all these people they're not exactly in economically thriving countries and again how did the syria war civil war happened like people started having economic troubles in 2010 2011 and then people couldn't farm and then people forget about climate change although some people don't believe it like they can't farm anymore and then the jobs are gone and then who's making all the oil money you know government and then where does that oil money go to all the you know russia or other middle eastern countries and well all the kings and all those people although you know so, some countries have a bottle of you know, bottle their wealth and all that pretty well. Like in Syria, it didn't happen, right? So like, boom, that happens. And then the Arab Spring, you know, not just Syria, Tunisia. I guess Tunisia was a good story, you know, compared to other cases like Egypt, blah, 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 you know, this disgruntled, you know, all that stuff. And then like it kind of like hap- also has happened in like UK and, you know, US ec- elections and all that stuff. And I... I I don't know. Like I guess it's for the historians and economists, and like political scientists, sociologists to figure that out. But I think all these factors, you know, including technology, including the wealth uh, gap, and you know, even there was a study done last year, right? In Oslo, uh, what, what was it? I can't remember. Was it OPEC? No, I don't think it was OPEC. OECD countries probably yeah and then they had the World Economic Forum and then like the 55% of the world's wealth is handled by top 1% of the you know of the world I mean you know you talk about like hey like all the income inequalities and then the wealth gap look man like that's around all across the world and then you know there are a lot of poor countries still too like Africa Middle East you know, like uh, Central America, South American countries, some European countries, you know, that are part of, forced to be part of EU that are not up to other like industrialized level for compared to like other established European countries, blah, 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 Asian countries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's it's sad. And then I guess the, I don't know, 2016 just like amplified all that stuff. So we'll go over that, you know, next next week but man just like thinking about it just it's just sad and then like but at the same time he's like why what can i do now like should i should, like, i don't know i'm getting fit in case i gotta run and then run away or something i, I gotta start lifting and then like carrying people if anything happens i guess i gotta do that but i don't know so it's just uh i don't it's something to keep an eye out on and then see you know where the world's going and stuff i'll continue to do that I, I i cannot not pay attention to it and you should pay attention to it too and you know so anyways but then uh, oh by the way there is a I, in the midst of all the insomnia and all that stuff that's been going on with me the last couple of weeks uh i saw a story i wouldn't have mentioned this story if i recorded this yesterday Lena Dunham, the lady from the show Girls, who's a you know famous feminist, and then she had a weird autobiography, blah 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 about I don't know 
fooling around with her sister, but there's some call, people call it like sexual assault, blah, 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 all that shit. Anyways, she said something. Uh, she apologized yesterday, um, which I don't know. I, I think this is one of the cases where people should stop focusing on and then stop raging in a, you know, fake rage or like low priority rage. Like, so what she say? She said she was she visited Planned Parenthood or something. She mentioned this on her podcast, The Women of the Hour. She wishes that in the context what she said, uh, she was uh, talking about the stigma involving abortion, and she was talking to ladies who've had had abortion. But and then she was asked, Lena Dunham was asked to share, "Hey, what is your abortion story?" At you know we're here with Planned Parenthood. What's your experience like? And she had, she never had it to terminate pregnancy. So she said, oh, dang. Well, so what she said, quote, now I can say that I still haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had, unquote. And people are up in arms about it. How could you say such a thing? And I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't worded the best way. But, you know, like Borat said, how do you know abortion is bad when you haven't had it? Right? You know? So... But what she's trying to say is like, look, like I wish she's she just wanted to be in the shoe in the position where these women were in, other women are in, had to go through the tough experience, and then I guess the very uh, terse is that a right adjective? Uh, very very like terse way of like just like casually throwing it out there in that even in that context I guess like piss some people off but I I don't know like I the thing about an abortion debate it's so it, it's so not in the fucking priority in my opinion like why do we talk about what to do with other people's genitals and then like what they believe of course I understand Bill Maher said this too which I said yes thank you because I'm not saying just go abort everything you want. No. I mean, I do understand why the stigma is pretty bad with abortion. Because, you know, it is not It's not like, I don't care. Just give it, the, just abort this thing. It's not a missile, you know. It's a, it's a procedure that impacts, you know, your body part, you know. And, and then whatever you want to define as a life, you know. So, you don't just get abortion just cause like some people mentioned you know they were outraged by her comment but at the same time the point of the argument the way i see it is a choice the choice to have an option a choice or an option to terminate pregnancy be- at because of whatever circumstances that happened rape or unwanted you know unplanned etc etc and you know what it is really the lady's business and her private matter to deal with. I don't think I have the right to tell her like what to do with the, you know, her body part in these cases, especially some random ladies, you know. So, but you know, I guess another, you know, aspect of it, the way I, way I always see this abortion argument is like it's always the matter, it's always a matter of having it. The debate should be with the availability of choice, and. The focus seems to be if you look at the look at Dunham's point, like the quote here is just like, "I wish I had an abortion." So okay, you already picked that choice, whatever the circumstance is. But the mat that the real debate is, shouldn't women be given an option to 
have this option, then I, you know, it always goes to like, don't tell me what to do. I, I'll abort this. And then, you know, the anti-abortionists like spin it off. It's like, oh, you just want to abort all you want? It's like, well, yeah, some cases you have to do it. Like, I got sexually assaulted and I got pregnant. Like, why would you want to carry that baby? Oh, it's a life. It's meant to be. It's like, yeah, she's still got to carry nine months. You know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I don't want to go deep dive into that. But I always find it fascinating that people always go anti-abortionist assume that having an abortion as an option means it's 100%. People are going to take that option. All the ladies are going to take that 100%. You know, uh, you know, mother's life at stake. You know, that's another factor. All that stuff. Religious belief. But this is not a priority given what the fuck is going around the world. And people shouldn't be outraged about it. And then if you're a guy who's just like, you know, it puts, if you ever think you want to tell women about abortion choice and all that, Put yourself in their shoes and then imagine, I know this is, is not an equivalent example, but say there's some law says every man should not have an, uh, you know, if, 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 if there's like anti-vasectomy argument comes up, it's like it sh- vasectomy should be illegal. I mean, essentially you're like stop reproducing too, right? But uh, hey, man, it's my balls. It's my choice. If I if I don't want to wear a condom because it's more economically and emotionally more feasible to not wear a condom and not be subject to subjected to pregnancy, I should be given that option. And you know what? If I don't want to, you know, if I want to risk pregnancy by my choice and then I want to keep whatever body part the way I want, I should be given that choice too. So think of it that way. Any men out there that think like abortion should be outlawed, you know, and then I guess you know. If you're against abortion, are you against, you know, vasectomy too? But, like, think about it that way. But then, like, that's how these women feel, right? It's like, hey, man, my gen- my general, my business. Get the fuck out of here. Why does it need a government regulation on it, right? Well, it's funny, especially these, like, anti-abortionist people that are generally Republicans want to regulate things they shouldn't fucking regulate. Go regulate the fucking air. Go regulate the banks. Why are you regulating some women body part? That's not a fucking priority. And then I can't believe I talked about that for 10 minutes and given what the hell's going around around the world with the security, cybersecurity, instability, economical problems, climate change, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then we're in like Nina season. So anyways, uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I reached a half hour mark. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. If you're offended by saying me saying Merry Christmas, fuck you too. Come on. Like really? That's a fault. Anyways, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Like Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. Have a great weekend. And we'll recap next week as the last episode as we reach the last episode of the 2016 season.